Now, don't you worry, Mrs. Simpson. I... Uh-oh. We've drawn Judge Snyder. Is that bad? Well, he's had it in for me ever since I kind of ran over his dog. You did? Well, replace the word kinda with the word repeatedly, and the word dog with son. Mm. Four-finger discount, dude. Two Four Finger Discount proudly brought to you by The Simpsons Quotes and Nobody Gets Any More Facebook page, nohomers.net and popculture.com.au. I am Dando. I am Mitch. You looked very concerned at the recorder then. What's going on? I was making sure that you hit record and then I think I realised that you'd actually had it on record for the last 10 minutes of nothing. Yeah. No, I was recording, yes. Okay. Suddenly I feel all like I'm in Richard Nixon's White House and that everything <laughs> I do. You're also about to lose your microphone sock there and that's very off-putting. It's fixed. That's hear, better. Hear that ruffling sound? Oh. Well, anything else you want to fucking critique me on? What's, what else is wrong? Oh. Too fucking hot? What? What? Don't get me started. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. So today we're here to review which episode, Mitch? I don't know. Margin Chains. Margin Chains, yes. An episode that I really, really enjoyed. Okay. I don't remember it being this funny. I think it's one of those episodes that, to me, I... I know it was on that Common Punishment VHS that was released, and that's where I saw it most of the time. It wasn't really on TV very often, but I think... I think it's because it's a Marge episode, and you were a kid and went, well, Marge is the least funny character. Possibly. Having Hutts in this episode, this is one of his greatest episodes, one of his finest moments. It just really felt like a classic. Mm. Purely, uh, not purely because of Hutts, but I think he was like the cherry on the cake. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. What, what, what were your thoughts on the episode? It's got the cl- some amazingly classic Hutts moments. Calling David Crosby oh. about his alcohol addiction. Every Hutz moment in this is a classic. It's just, yeah. it's great. The Smokey the Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> He's having another puff. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's great. It's How so- much fun did it seem like Phil Hartman was having? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you yeah. just went with it. It's um, it's a solid story that it didn't really need a B plot, did it? Didn't really have one. The only B plot you could no, sort of really. say is just Homer and the kids at home. Trying to live alone. But that wasn't But that's really- more just, they were just of it. a microcosm of Springfield trying to live alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your favorite moment in the episode? Judge Snyder. The Judge Snyder speech. Which one? Oh, no. We've drawn Judge Snyder. Okay. Is that bad? He's kind of had it in for me ever since I ran over his dog. Uh, I can't even remember what their word is. Something. Like, replace, like, re- just replace the words kind of. With repeatedly. Sorry, no. Uh, re- yeah, yeah. The word kind of with repeatedly and dog with son. Yeah. <laughs> mine was similar, but it was Judge Snyder. But it was actually where he was talking to him and he goes, this verdict's written on a cocktail napkin. Yeah. And it still says guilty. And, and guilty is spelled wrong. <laughs> Mr. Hudson, you're aware you're not wearing any pants. Yeah. yeah. And Crosby just <laughs> shaking his head. <laughs> what a random way to include David Crosby into the show. Yeah. Like, obviously, he wanted to be a guest star. But the way they use it, it's, it's Where brilliant. Where were Stills and Nash? I know, but it doesn't matter. It's just brilliant. Just, just know that I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Dan. Fantastic, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was my favorite moment. Um, so, a bit of trivia about the episode? Yes. What was the guy eating in the pool? A crepe. Yes. My crepes are done. Yes. After what time is Grandpa no longer allowed to drink liquids? Is it 3 p.m.? Nailed it. Yes. yes. What was the news graphic for the Osaka flu? The news graphic? So a, like what a, a lizard or Godzilla? Godzilla. With a, with a hot water bottle yeah, on yeah, his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is Marge's height, if you include the hair? Uh, was it eight foot, two inches? Eight foot six, nearly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What painting, or what is the painting of that Maud removes to spy on Marge? Ooh, don't know. A boat. A, a little boat. sailboat. Just wash your hands and get out. <laughs> yeah. That's not even the best part about that scene. We'll get to it, though. What frame... Actually, there's a reference that I'd never picked up on before. 
in that scene. Okay, we'll get to it then. Mm. I didn't pick up on it either. What frame of the Sapruder... Sapruder? Is that right? Sapruder. Sapruder yep. film can you see Marge? He says, if you freeze it on this frame, it uh, says a number. No, nah, no idea. It's, I'll give you a hint. There's an episode title that includes this number in it. 137. 138th. Ah! <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> I know you, you got it right, though. You're thinking of the same thing. Hey, that's annoying. What type of tie was Lionel Hutz wearing? A red and white striped tie with oh, a... Oh, missed something. Missed a crucial word. A red and white... Striped... Necktie? Club tie. Club tie with a something... You know, Windsor knot. Windsor knot. Okay, yeah. I wouldn't have got that right anyway. <laughs> and how many miles is Mexico from Springfield? 43. 700... No, 678. Okay. So when snake's driving off with the quickie mart. Yeah, right. Facts are meaningless. You can use facts to prove anything that's even remotely true. Facts, Max. A few facts about the episode. I haven't got too many. But it was the first episode to ever be written by Oakley and Weinstein as staff members. Okay. Uh, for Apu and Sanjay's brief lines of Indian dialogue, apparently the writers called the Embassy of India in Washington to get their uh, them to translate it for them. Oh. Apparently they weren't happy about doing it, but they did it anyway. <laughs> they weren't happy, they didn't want to do it, but they did and Apu testifies in the courtroom scene that he's able to recite 40,000 decimal places of the number pi. Yes. He correctly notes that the 40th, 40,000th digit is the number one. Is one. That is correct. Yep. The episode's writers prepared for this scene by asking David H. Bailey of the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, now at the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory, for the number of the 40,000th decimal place of pi. He sent them back a printout of the first 40,000 digits. Jesus. That's a lot of effort to get that right, but... Would have been huge. That's some that's some Futurama shit. They go yeah. into great detail like that. Scientific yeah. things. But yeah, I appreciate they went into that much effort. You know, they are facts for this week. Okay. There wasn't a great deal. I appreciate they went into that effort as well, Dando. But you know what else I appreciate? I appreciate, above all other listeners, Andrew Stefanik. Travel From our good friends at Travel With Steph. Yes. Travel at with, Travel With Steph. At Travel With Steph on Instagram. Travel, STF. STF. Travel with... S-T-E-F, sorry. S-T-E-F. <laughs> I am... We'll get it right one day. I am so smart. <laughs> but why are we promoting him? He's a kind, generous listener, isn't he? He is a generous listener who has donated to us on Patreon to buy 30 seconds worth of ad time uh, for four podcasts. Yes. Now, this is the second one that we're giving. Uh, you can... if Basically, what he does, he runs a blog explaining travel deals and different hostels and accommodation and stuff like that around the world. So, if you're looking at going for a trip, you can check out Travel with Steph on Instagram. Run some great travel photos on there. He's also got a blog. The link to that is found in his Instagram bio, where you can have a read of the reviews of the different places that he has stayed. He's got some great photos on there, too. does. Has yes. some fantastic photos Make sure you on follow there. him. At Travel with Steph. S-T-E-F. I've heard he's a generous tipper. Yes. And gives great back rubs to head executives. And he's an ass man, yeah? And he's definitely an ass man. <laughs> so the original air date of Margin Chains was May 6th, 1993. Chalkboard gag, I do not have diplomatic immunity. And a catchboard. Yeah. Oh, that made me laugh. It was great, yeah, yeah. Not because of that, but just because it made me think of Lethal Weapon 2, which <laughs> makes me laugh. <laughs> I, like, I, I read it in my normal voice until I got to those words. So I do not have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Two great words if you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Couch gag, miniature versions of the family climb onto the couch, which is a normal size. Now, it kicks off. Or is it a big couch? Possibly. I don't know. You'll have to ask Matt Granny about that one. So, the episode kicks off with probably the the, the greatest episode of I Can't Believe They Invented It in the show's history. It's just McClure and Dr. Nick 
perfect. They just they absolutely nail infomercials, don't they? Yeah, like it's a perfect parody. The acting is fantastic of it. The the selling, trying to sell solutions to problems that don't actually the way exist. They bounce of each other. The facial expressions from McClure are just that. Yeah. Shocked. It, it reminds me of is it Moira from Good Morning Australia that used to always. I don't know the name. I'm but sure I know who Bert you mean. was like. And now here's Moira. Yeah. And she, and you know it'd be hmm, getting from your car to your front door has never been easier with this new brand a brand new pair of car blades or something. I just love the ridiculous of it. Look, the the um the orange and this used to be the only way to get juice from an orange. Yeah. And you then mean the, there's a better way. And then the great yeah the great gag of him doing that. Cut to Homer doing that exactly. Actually doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One foot up in the air as well. Yeah, he's, like he's really, really so struggling. Much effort into it. But it's just, uh, the, what were the three things? The SS, the SS what? The SS microwave. Well, that's it, exactly. With, with the, the grapes in the pool. The doggy doorman. Yes. And the chandelier Hello, from the car. Rex. And it crashes the car. Yeah. So it's Troy just, McClure, by the way, uh, you may remember from such films as P is for Psycho. And the president's neck is missing. Neck is missing, yes. Uh, this is, that's what I said. so much to love in this, the absurdity. I think it's McClure's line of... Is, is it on? I can't hear a thing. thing. <laughs> it's whisper quiet. You got all that from one bag of oranges. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you buy it now, you get the what? The you get, you get sun a free and bottle of sun and run. <laughs> Suntan lotion and laxative. And McClure's face. McClure's face. Homer, and running off the stage. It's just absolutely perfect. Homer then immediately tries to order one. Gotta drink juice. Gotta yes. get healthy. Well, and why? Pre- prevent his heartburn when he answers the phone. <laughs> How great is that? Apparently, everyone in Springfield wants a juice loosener. Yeah. So they all buy one. They all buy one. Now, the next scene, it's taken the piss out of two things. Foreign films. Foreign films. Because we get the, the deliberately out of sync dialogue as it's been dubbed. Laughing without... Yeah. Well, nothing happening while they're laughing. Yes. And just foreign and working conditions. The, uh, <laughs> not only that, Japanese work ethic. Uh, true. In Japanese culture, like They'll work you don't everything. call in sick. No, no, you no. You come in. So, there's that... Um, like you know, thanks for not telling my boss that I've got a flu. Don't worry, I've had a broken hip for the last three weeks. Working with a shattered pelvis, and yeah, <laughs> shattered pelvis. That's it. And laughing like the jokes on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it cuts back to Springfield, and everyone's packages have started to arrive. They've all ordered the juice listeners. Yeah, and it's come with the sucker flu. I love that the flu is so bad you can visibly see it. It's like a big and horror not, movie, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's like the blob or the something blob, like that. The blob. That's exactly what I thought it looked like. It's too. not like. It's not just that we can see it for the benefit of cartoon, you know, sorry, for the benefit of the viewer, but the characters themselves yeah, can see this thing coming this out of the box. Haunting thing, yeah. And it, I just think it's funny that, that it waits for the lights. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> as another one comes driving by. And then it attacks Chief. And Wiggum he shoots, just, he tries to shoot it. We get firing bullets <laughs> Throws like donuts at it or whatever. Hot dogs. Throws his hot, hot dogs, dogs yes. in the ground. But it's the sound of the, the scream that, ah, yeah. it's so much like a horror <laughs> movie. And I think they, they included the music they usually include with um, Kang and Kodos. Yeah. Okay. The alien music. Yep. Then we get uh, Kent Brockman reporting on the Asaka flu and Artie Pie in the sky. Route 401 is going around and around and around and around and around and look out at the corner of 12th and Main because I'm going to be sick. Whoop. Okay, Mr. Sun, give me what you got. <laughs> then Bart is trying to force himself to be sick to yep. get the day off school. Yep. And we get the funny inner monologue from the germs. Yeah. Lay down, boys. This next line, one of the most grossest lines in the history oh, of the show. right. Time to make some pus. Ugh, let's make some pus. It's just gross. It sounds gross. Anyway. You know, this scene taught me as a kid that you could make yourself feel worse than you actually were. Really? Like this, the, watching from this, like got me off days of school where I was feeling maybe not 100% and then I concentrated so hard on the 5% of me that wasn't feeling good <laughs> that I was able to turn myself sick. The good and evil inside of you that just cannot be resolved. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to Bart watching 
uh, itchy and scratchy. Uh, I, I found it funny that it's become such an epidemic that they're even making cartoons about it now. Germs yep. of endearment. Yep. Yeah, it's just great. Which is another hilarious, ironic one that he finally feels himself back up with all his insides, then lands on a cactus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Quimby then lies about cancelling his trip to the Bahamas. And now for an emergency announcement from the mayor. People of Springfield, because of the epidemic, I have cancelled my vacation to the Bahamas. I shall not leave the city. Hey, you, get that steel drum out of the uh, mayor's office. Sorry, man. The whole sort of act is just filled with different scenes of people sort of saying how they're going to avoid getting the flu. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mr. Burns has his hideout room, which yeah. Homer's got into. Oh, this is, so, this is great. I'd forgotten about this Homer and brain dialogue. It's just, this is simple like, but classic. All right, Homer, just come up it? with a good story. My name is Mr. Burns. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the mom then demand a cure from Hibbert. We want a cure. And then he's pretty much saying, all you need to just do is bed, bed rest. Look at that. We'll fix it. It'll be just as good as me prescribing placebos. Yeah, and yeah. then they riot, loot a truck. Where can we get this placebos? <laughs> it's in this truck. It's just, yeah, Springfield is just hilarious. Of the guy eating the killer base. I'm cured. I mean, ow. Yes. <laughs> You're going to die. Then Todd... Uh, is apparently or Rod thinks he's speaking in tongue yeah. but he's not he's oh just, I wish he were I'd pray for the day he was <laughs> he's just delirious more wonders I wonder why God's forsaken us yeah ah oh, this is great yeah all because Ned had Laughing. once chuckled at married with children <laughs> just taking the piss out of Fox again <laughs> oh the station motto is true watch Fox and be damned for all eternity I wonder if they still in America look at Fox like that well, they certainly that do Fox, Fox News. News. I know that Fox News, yeah. When I was there, I just didn't really get a, a terrible vibe about Fox. Well, it's not like they're Talk talking about, about it, it yeah, on yeah. the street. <laughs> yeah, no one talks about it. They yeah. watch Fox. How's your day been? Uh fucking Fox is still on the air. <laughs> Marge is then really stressed out because everyone's just not taking advantage of her, but just expecting things from her, just demanding of her. I mean, Lisa wants more OJ, but wants the Flintstones tube of morphine. Marge, the boy's wasting time. Come change the channel and pat my head. What the fuck is that meant to do? It's so strange, but hilarious. It's just great man flu. Change Change the channel and pat my head. And pat my head. It's just so great. (laughs) It's all you want when you're sick. I'm going to miss Sheriff Lobo. He can't change the channel. Marge, Sheriff Lobo. Now, she says that the tube of morphine doesn't exist, and it's... I don't know about the morphine, but you can definitely get... You can get chewable ch- Panadol and stuff like that. that vitamins. Was- Flintstones vitamins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah actual. I don't know whether, I'm not sure whether they came out back then. I think they would have. Possibly, yeah, yeah. And Grandpa, this is where the seed plants for the, the what sets up the episode, really. Grandpa wants bourbon. And Marge mm. says, you can't have any liquids after 3 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Just stir it into my mush. Yeah. And gimme, gimme, gimme. So this is where Marge goes to the Quickie Mart. And it's one of those continuous loop things, sort of like the monorail, yep. the Hello Joe things. Yeah. And this is where she just pretty much she's just gone insane. She's or well, no, hasn't gone insane. She's just had enough. She's yeah. just she's exhausted. Just yeah, she's just yeah. She's looking after a whole family. Exactly. Yeah. Three yeah. generations of sick people. Yeah, yeah. And then she goes to pay for it all. She asks for an aspirin. Pooh's going to charge $25 for it. Mm. He's bumped down the price. Just because it was tampered by, tampered with by an escaped mental patient. <laughs> I thought it was funny the gag was that he was going to explain why it was so much. Yeah. But it was, it was actually being marked down. And then this, she actually sets off the alarm. Not accidentally. She does set off the alarm when she's yeah. exiting because she forgot that she put the bourbon the in her bourbon pocket. Because she, she was just frazzled, as he said. A poo's like pretending to be kind. Oh, just dear, the, the alarm must be broken. If you could just move a bit to your left to get, to get her near the yeah the height indicators on the door. 
I thought it did a really good job here of when him and Sanjay talk in Indian. Yeah. Just the... That's what they would do. They yeah. were speaking the language so you wouldn't know what they were doing. It's just, you know, but pretty much what was he saying if we were trying to translate it? Uh, go check search out, Check out pockets, yeah. yeah. Just make sure she doesn't realise. Finds Kentucky Quickie Mart's Kentucky bourbon or yep. whatever it is in the pockets. Marge, I thought they were a bit rough on her. It's just fucking bourbon. She could have just said, look, I didn't mean I'll to I'll pay for it now. I'll pay for it now. Yeah. But yeah, it's a police rock up and Wiggum's demands are hilarious. All right, come out with your hands up. Two cups of coffee. An auto freshener that says Capricorn. And something with coconut on it. Marge and Homer go to then visit Hutz because she's in some strife. She's been arrested. She's been yep. charged with theft. And this is one of, as I said, one of Hutz's just greatest episodes. He's just, yeah. he's the star of this episode by far. We get Smokey the monkey. Yeah. Now, Marge, you've come to the right place. By hiring me as your lawyer, you also get this smoking monkey. Better cut down there, Smokey. <laughs> Mr. Hutz. Look, he's taking another puff. And we get the your favorite moment. From Judge Snyder clip. Yeah, your favorite moment from the episode. Homer then goes, says, look, I'm going to go talk to a poo. Maybe I can make him drop the charge because I'm, I'm, it's, it wouldn't be unreasonable to do so. Mm. Goes there and... The heat they, of the moment's died down. Maybe he'll yeah, back yeah. away. What are they doing? Partying. For what reason? Well, they're celebrating the f- justice. Uh, is that what it is? is it? I, I assume so. I just didn't know... Why else would they just be there dancing just for the dancing. only time ever? Yeah, just really, really crazy. No offence. We're putting that bitch on ice. I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then. But then, was it the, the joke meant to be here that they're saying that, you know, we're going to stick to the rules and we're got a rigid system here. We're going to make sure that she justice is found. Homer leaves disappointed and they go back to being crazy again. So they're saying that they're orderly, they follow their rules, blah, blah, blah. And then they go... No, I don't. Like I didn't take it as that. I thought they're just again they're celebrating the fact that a, a th- in their eyes a criminal is going to prison. Yeah, the kids and snake and all that steal all the time. But that's where the joke is. That's where the joke. Yeah, Wiggum then tells Quimby in the sauna about Marge. Yeah, no, no, Marge. Don't Simpson. tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, <laughs> and let it be known from this day, Marge Simpson is a shoplifter. And then the, the crying game spoiler. And then he cry, spoils the crying game. <laughs> Which back in two, 1993 would have annoyed some people. Yeah, because it's not like the internet. You know, you, if you hadn't seen the crying game, it'd be pretty easy to avoid that spoiler. It was about a, only about a year old at that point. Yeah. And they guarantee it would have been people who hadn't seen the movie yeah. yet. I thought, wow, that's gutsy. Yeah. And annoying. Or ballsy. <laughs> yeah, ballsy. You want to go that way? <laughs> Pun intended. Very much so. <laughs> what was that at? What was the rally? Um... Well, it, it, I mean, it looked like a Democrat, like a convention mm, or something. Mm, yeah. yeah. Marge. Quimby then, must have been running. Yeah, possibly. Uh, then everyone starts gossiping about Marge. I think Ms. Hoover is at the Lovejoy's place with Dr. Hibbert. Random yep. combination of people. Very yeah, it random. was weird. I, I did, it made no sense at all. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think Hibbert reveals here that she's got webbed toes and all this. Yeah, like, web, that's disgusting. Web toes, um, a brownie with a hair on it. Yes, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Just petty, ridiculous stuff. Just, yeah, it's just stupid. Uh, Marge is then having dinner with the Flanders. I love here. Ned's <laughs> nod. Ned's nod my to Maud. My favourite bit. Oh, my fucking God. How Eyes great is it? closed, napkin still to his mouth. Yes. And just, yes. Yes. Her. Yes, do it now. <laughs> oh, fuck me. That was so great. <laughs> it was perfection. Oh, so, done so well. Before now, the, the, the brush with the law he's wearing the name tag that one happened again yeah yeah. Oh, you Ed, yeah, you that's Ed Flanders we've all had our brushes with the law excuse me are you Ed Flanders no Ned Flanders my mistake <laughs> but just the, the as you said the animation of the yes yeah. very like mafia-esque wasn't yeah. it yeah <laughs> now the movie reference here is to Psycho as she comes around the corner firstly the the looking through the wall yeah um, is directly from Psycho when he's looking at her going to the bathroom yeah. but also there's um, a stuffed 
uh, owl on the oh, is it really on the wall. Yeah, that was ah, what clued me into it. Of course, um, yeah. And it was just—it's been a long time since I watched this episode. I probably shit since before I'd seen Psycho. I reckon so. It was just one of those little ones that pops up and you go, ah, they've had that in there. Last on the reference, whole time. Psycho was when Bob was writing the letter to Bart. So uh, no, to, to, to Skinner, for, Skinner with mother watching him through the window. Oh, was it that one? Was it okay? I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. was the last. They the last instant. Do it all the time. They're obviously big fans of Psycho. So obviously then, as we said, Marge is just trying to be nice and fix the, the frame. Yeah. Just wash your hands and get, get out. out. <laughs> you, just, you feel Through sorry for God Marge. God bless you. Sign. <laughs> you just feel sorry for Marge. Just, it's, everything's just being blown out of proportion. Mm. Cut to the first day of the court case and the blue head lawyer is just wasting time. Yeah. Who do you find more attractive? Tom Cruise or Mal Gibson? What? Ooh, he's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I should post that on the page. Just a picture of Gibson and Cruz. Ask who do you find more attractive and see how many people get the reference. Or is that just too fucking obscure? That's fairly obscure. Or is it so obscure that the real diehard fans will really appreciate it? Yeah, well, it's There's an experiment that we can run. One way to find out. <laughs> Alrighty, so then uh, Helen Lovejoy is on the stand and she's saying that how terrible she thinks the Simpsons family is and then she goes, I think Marge is a... Please let it be known. Let the record show that the witness made the drinky, drinky motion. The drinky, drinky motion. <laughs> then Professor Frink rocks up with the Sapruta film saying, if you phrase it at 138. Yep. I don't know. Is that just meant to be stupid? I don't know. Is there yeah. actually something in the it's, film? No, that it's just him being looks like that. Just being stupid. Okay. No, Sapruta. As the Sapruta footage is the very famous footage you would have seen if you've okay, actually okay. been shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, no, not yeah. of the background. Ah, okay. So it's just the close up one, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the only footage of him? It's, it's the. You see his head go back yeah, and to the left. Back and to the left. Back <laughs> and to the left. Then Hutz has the bourbon in his hand. Yeah. And he's just getting rude Sweet, by sweet liquid. <laughs> yes, yeah, so right now and talk to David Crosby. David. Hello, just, David. I'm sit- very tempted. He's just sitting there with, you know. With Waiting for a phone call. Yeah, just sitting there, you know, on a beanbag, yeah. relaxing. <laughs> Perfect. Well, it was really well done by David Crosby. And then we get the... I'm not wearing a tie at all, <laughs> clip. The only thing I didn't like about this is that everybody in the courtroom would sit and take off the tie. Yeah. That's the only silly thing about that gag. The only silly thing? What else? What's well, the obvious? Like, I, I know that, but it's just... I was just like, oh, everyone's... He's facing the fucking audience. Everyone's watching him take the tie off. Maybe he's turned to the corner. Possibly. But that's... Yeah, anyway. He's found the one blind spot of the courtroom. That's the only part where I was sort of like, oh, come on. But it is really, really funny. And he convinces a poo. He puts well, that long it takes him wrong. to take his tie off. Yes, yeah. Well, if you never forget anything, tell me this. What colour tie am I wearing? You are wearing a red and white striped club tie in a half Windsor knot. Oh, I am, am I? Is that what you think? Well, if that is what you think, I have something to tell you. Something that may shock and discredit you. And that thing is as follows. I'm not wearing a tie at all. <gasps> so then they're having dinner with the Huts. Well, no, Huts is having dinner with the family, I should say. Hmm. And Bart says... <laughs> a world without lawyers. Bart says he wants to grow up like Huts. Yep. Yeah. The world's happy. Yeah. Yeah, like everyone's holding hands, sort of circles. It comes back to Huts. <laughs> Shudders. <laughs> Back to the court case, and Hutz is not wearing pants. Yeah, I love this. Crosby's, just, Crosby's I love head his... shake. Ah. Yeah, the fact he's bare ass. Yeah, he wouldn't. They wouldn't do that anymore. It's just so great. But yeah, Crosby's just utter disappointment. Yeah. Just can't. Believe. I love that Crosby came D- and didn't notice it. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that he noticed it, but he just didn't say anything. Crosby, Crosby to Hutz is that guy with the beard to Bubbles in season five yes. of The Wire. 
Yeah. <laughs> his, spo- his AA sponsor. Alrighty, so then this is where he's asking for a mistrial, Huts. Yeah. It's like, I can't keep playing clips of Huts. There's no, just so much of it. There's so much to process. I'll just let you quote this one. The, the bad court thingy. Uh, yeah, I move for a bad court thingy, a mistrial. Yeah, that's it. That's why you're the judge and I'm the law-talking guy, the lawyer. And this is where we get the verdict. And this is my favourite moment in the whole episode. This is written on a cocktail napkin. And it still says guilty. And guilty is spelled wrong. The fact that it still says guilty. That's what yeah. gets me. It just fucking gets me every time. It still says guilty. <laughs> oh, my God. Marge is then sentenced to 30 days in prison. Yeah. Which isn't so bad. Not too know, bad. But it's bad enough. She gets sent to a pretty hard-looking prison. I know. For petty theft, she's in there with murderers. They're all, yeah, I know. They're all beefy chicks, too. Yeah. Uh, the next case she's is Hutz fucking, versus who? She's in Wentworth. Yeah. Uh... Hearts versus the National Council of Churches. Yeah. Which I loved that. Like, he sued for what he had imagined. Yes. Oh, that thing. Oh, yeah. That thing. But then has a plan to bust her out. Another cutting male in a drag. Mm. Yep. But he, um, this. Fresh. I quote something from this all the time and didn't even realize that it was from The Simpsons. Oh. The Down I Go. Oh, okay. I said, that if I'm sitting down. I thought you were going to say the down amount of times, I you, go. The amount of times said- you whack people in the head with a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that's just. Obviously, that's just you. Drop and cry. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the down I go, I use that all the time. Didn't even realize it was from this episode. Yeah, okay. I, thought, I was like, ah, oh, that's where it's from. Just stuck with me. Uh, Homer then has a great moment saying goodbye. Mm. It's just, it sums up you everything. You used gr- the words down I go before foreplay, just out of curiosity? Ask Nicola. <laughs> <laughs> Homer then has a great moment. It's so much, it's just everything that's great about Homer in this one oh, line. I'm going to miss you so much. And it's not just the sex. Not just the sex, the food preparation. Yeah. The uh, what is it? Your mastery with stains of all kinds. Your skills with stains. <laughs> but the fact that he feels like every time he wakes up next to her, every yeah, morning, he brings it back with a sweet bit of the end. Yeah, it's just so great that line. And she gets taken away. Apu then thinks he's safe because she's behind bars. Yeah. And Apu, uh, a snake. The is whole quickie bar has been stopped. Once to Mexico. <laughs> the, that's the other thing that's continued from the last episode. Skinner and Willie saying yeah, drive to Mexico. Just, yeah, busting off yeah, to yeah, Mexico. Yeah. Marge is then in prison. Mm-hmm. I love the prison sign. Yes. How it's got like, you know, women's prison and then nice kind of Lucinda handwriting font. A prison for women. A prison for women, yeah. I like that Marge still says knock, knock as she walks in. Yeah. She's still polite. Still homely. Knock, knock, I'm going to be your roommate or whatever. Yeah. And she meets Phillips. Phillips. And why is she called Phillips? Because she killed her husband with the Phillips head screwdriver. Like, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to them in the cafeteria eating. Marge is just glad to not be Marge cooking. Marge happy. I love that. Yeah. It's so nice to not have to cook. She's enjoying her time in prison. <laughs> it's like Rancho Relaxo for <laughs> exactly. her. Exactly, yeah. And then we get the flashback because Phillips asks, well, didn't your husband ever cook for you? The fish wasn't dead yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's a great little throwback scene. I like that Homer's having trouble with the lobster and he slams one in like a fucking basketball. Yeah. Just boom. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're introduced to Tattoo Annie who has the mad tattoo mm. on her back. Great little way to get a mad fold-in g- joke in yeah. the Simpsons. What kind of slob would I marry? What me what worry. What me worry. Yeah, really, really well done. Homer doesn't want to do the dishes. So, what's his game plan for the kids? Is <laughs> uh, eating over the sink or toilet? Yes, and drink from the faucet or carton. That's right. <laughs> Maggie can roam free in the backyard and let nature take its course. Great. Fucking so funny. <laughs> Lisa says, no, you know what? If we all pitch in and do our part, we'll make sure the house is kept in order. Ten minutes later, the house is just completely destroyed. Yeah. And then uh, it's <laughs> the kids walk in. We need some clean clothes. Like All the clothes are dirty. And it's sort of like the, the meta joke of, it seems like we've been wearing the same red dress for the last few years or whatever because Lisa obviously mm. they never change their outfits Homer then walks down if you go in the attic you'll find some good clothes walks down in the wedding dress I like they even added the rips in the dress yeah 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 you look at me confused like you didn't remember this scene no I did 
You did? So I was thinking of something else. Okay. It's just, I was listening to you, but my mind was on cricket for two seconds. Okay. Because you just like... Mm-hmm. Something just popped into my head. I was like, oh, yeah. That was I'm like, do you remember this? Do you yeah. remember this? Yeah. Yes, I remember. <laughs> but I like the, the animated... It was a funny joke about... Yeah, I feel like I've been wearing this the whole time. The, the rips in the dress are as well. Barton Millhouse and then showing off each other's lunches at school. Barton has a, oh, that's a, right. a, a packet peanut- of sugar and peanut butter smeared on a playing card. <laughs> a playing card. How great is that? <laughs> and it, it just starts licking it. Yeah, it's all right. That's what I've got. He's uh, accepted it. I mean, this is where I am. <laughs> this is his life. Yeah. <laughs> Nelson then rocks up and says, your mom's a jailbird. Yours is too. Let's oh, yeah, be friends. Let's play. Let's play. <laughs> Prison visiting day. And the kids are just happy to see Marge. Homer's rocked up in the devil suit. In a devil suit. A throwback to evil Homer. Yeah. Uh, this is this is the moment that I thought was just stupid. The flush the gator in the toilet. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. A bit too stupid for well, me. Well, there was an alligator in the house. I know, but it being hard. I uh, don't know. It just seemed a bit much to me. Anyway, don't you think? I think it's a bit far-fetched. There's well, a point it's where... It's a lot like, far-fetched. Yeah, yeah. It's just for the Simpsons, you know? Like, like they, can go, they can push the envelope a bit, but that just seems a bit silly. Anyway, it was funny that he ate Grandpa's teeth. The fact that Grandpa's trying to fight him off is kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the next scene is great. Marge... Pouncing on Flinging herself bodily at Homer, knocking the trailer over. She's a woman. Yeah. It's just, uh, but I love that like Homer's being all... I don't want to put any pressure on you. <laughs> she just becomes an animal. Yeah. yeah. It's the way they After what? A couple of days without sex. Is it a couple of days? She's in there for 30 days. Yeah, but this isn't day 30. How do we know? It's like, it could be day 15. Yeah. Surely they wouldn't be visiting her on a final day. What would be the point? Well, at least so let's, let's say it's two weeks. Could you go two weeks about it? Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not to the point that I'd be fucking running through yeah. walls. <laughs> Maybe she loves it. Maybe Marge loves it. So then it's, they cut to the bake sale. I don't know why, but this guy reminded me of you. <laughs> what the really flamboyant guy Yes Oh Do you have any of those Delicious marshmallow squares Sorry Marge Simpson makes those Oh darn I don't know why I said Reminds me of Mitch <laughs> I don't know why I don't know how to take that <laughs> But yeah Pretty much trying to point out here That Marge is a big loss To the community She makes everything good Yes She makes everything good And they can't afford A Lincoln statue now Because her $15 That she normally makes yep. Of her squares oh, Isn't there have to get something Much cheaper Unveiled Jimmy Carter And I love Lenny Oh come on Yeah It's like He's history's biggest monster Or something like that Apparently in a um, In the audio commentary For a later episode Al Jean and one of the other guys Revealed that they really Don't like Carter No one in America does Why? I, I don't know the ins and outs Why but he had one of the Lowest, lowest approval ratings of any, of any president I think we mentioned this On a yeah. previous podcast Yeah I have no idea why But the town just falls Into absolute anarchy Without Marge there Yeah We can Gee they look pretty mad yeah, I've been starving them, teasing them, singing off key. Me, me, my, mo, me, moo, my, me. He let him out. He gets attacked by the dogs, and Maud Flanders realizes that you know this wouldn't have happened if if Marge, if Marge was had been here. here. Cuts the Marge leaving prison, and it's a really nice shot of the sunset as yeah. she's leaving. It's a sort of yeah. theme of light coming down. Philip says that she's now dating Barney. Yeah, he <laughs> says he, he says his name is Homer. He works at the nuclear plant. And Marge is just too nice to tell her. Yeah, she's like, oh, okay then. Kids then say, well, we're going to have to clean this place up before yep. mum gets home. Sweep it under the rug. You get sarcastic how, guy under the rug. How great is the sound hey, effects? watch it. The sound effects, the can opening. Yeah. <laughs> the squishes in it. Yeah. Watch it. Then it's the final scene of everyone welcoming Marge back home. They're all so thankful that she's back. They realize just how much they need her and Quimby reveals that... Uh, they made a statue of her. And they've whacked the hair. And even Marge is just like, oh, okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> Do you reckon Marge is a Carter fan? Uh... I feel like Marge would say nothing about Jimmy Carter, just to be polite. 
Yes, that's the kind of person that she is. So, what are your final thoughts on the episode, Mitch? Um, it's, no, it's a, it's a nice, it's nice that Marge gets her own episode. I mean, she's had a couple, but they're still few and far between. She's certainly one of the. What have been in the other Marge centric episodes up to this point? The Rancho Relaxo one. Yeah, Homer Alone. A very similar sort of thing. Marge being away from home. Marge goes away and everything falls to pieces. At the home, but not the town. But it's a similar concept. And, yeah, 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 and for sure. Marge and Jacques. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that, that's Marge centric. Yeah, that is Marge one. Which one's better, this one or uh, that one? I think that one has a better ending. I think that one's better overall, but I, yeah. I still really That one really has like more heart to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah, but it, it's a really, really good episode. I was not really... Once I wasn't looking forward to reviewing it, but I was just sort of thought, always looked at it as a meh episode. Okay. But no, it's really, really good. I'd go check it out. Margin Chains, it's a great episode. What did we learn, Palmer? So, what'd you learn from this episode, Mitch? People will turn on you like on that. a fucking dime as soon as something goes bad. So, don't ever dish up anything with the hair on it. It will come back to haunt you. Yes, that's exactly what. <laughs> I like just don't watch Fox. Okay, <laughs> that works as well. Jamil! Jamil is here! Ooh. So, it is now time, obviously, for our mailbag. Mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. Let us know what you think of the show. If you've got a question, if you just got a comment, have we forgotten something? Let us know. We'd love to hear from you guys. Mitch, what are we kicking off with? James Kennan writes in. Now, James was the very lucky first ever winner from our patron giveaways. Ooh, he won the doormat. He won the doormat and sent through a photo of uh, said doormat. He did, okay. Inside, in front of his bedroom door. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad sitting, it went to a loving home. It's like a floorboard hallway and he's sitting, got it sitting right at the edge before Why not? Before it turns into carpet. I bet you he walks up to his bedroom every night and he <laughs> just gives him smiles. Gives it a little rub. The nod. Just, just <laughs> cleans, his, cleans his feet or socks or whatever he may be wearing. Um, now, he, uh, th- this is a question we've covered but Again, new listeners all the time, so sometimes this is a question that needs to be brought up from time because yep. clearly he hasn't heard us talk about it before. Do you think the quality of The Simpsons has declined uh, because in the last fifteen years or so because they're trying to trying to cater to a younger generation? Now we won't go in depth because we've spoken about it a lot before. I think declined is a subjective term, but yes, definitely because they're tra- aiming the show now at a younger generation. The it's thing- different. <laughs> to what we grew up in. Definitely. Because we're not watching it anymore, so it shouldn't be targeted at us. The thing is, people say that no one watches it anymore. People do watch it, just a different generation of people watching it. Yeah, like, on average, four to five million views per week. Um, And you can't compare that to the 20s and 30s they used to get because less people watch TV anymore. Exactly. It's still really, really solid numbers. So It wouldn't be on TV anymore if people weren't watching it. But I, the thing is, though, I remember, say, season 16, 17, that's when I sort of started to say... Yeah, I don't really enjoy the show anymore. I'm not going to go out of my way to make sure I see the new episodes. I'll watch it when I when I get a chance kind of thing. Yeah. But now I look back on those episodes and I really enjoy them. Yeah, okay. There's just something about... I don't know, Not that I feel dated, but something about the age of them just... Maybe because I compare them to the new ones? I don't know. Because back then maybe. I was comparing them to season to 1 the to 9. Best ones. Yep. And now I'm comparing season 28 to season 17. I'm like, season 17 is really good yep. compared to season 28. But I bet you if they keep going, which looks like they're probably going to... Yeah. Ten years from now, we'll look on season twenty-eight and say they were all right at episodes. Yeah, it hasn't dropped in quality, like you said. It's just targeting different people. It's, yeah, it's it's exactly it's evolved. Right. Yeah, it's evolved beyond beyond a lot of the people that originally adopted it. And the show wouldn't be successful if it was still the same it was in no. the nineties. So there you go. Thank you very much, James, and I'm glad you're enjoying the doormat. Uh, for anyone else that is not yet a subscriber on uh, Patreon, for as little as a dollar a month, you get entry into a giveaway. We're giving away one Simpsons-related piece of merchandise every month, as well as, uh, well, certainly this month and most months, I would yes. imagine a $20 uh, 
uh, gift voucher for pop culture. Courtesy, yes, popculture.com.au. Or you just can com. use that. The largest online pop culture store Geek and store, yeah. ship worldwide. So yes. you can, it doesn't matter where you are, this is, these are prizes that you're going to be able to enjoy. 100%. William O'Connor writes in, uh, William got an email from his boss asking for career goals at work uh, for his year, like end of year evaluation. I replied to my boss that someday I would like to own the Dallas Cowboys, but would settle for the Denver Broncos. I could tell that he didn't think it was funny when he quickly, <laughs> quickly replied back and told me to redo it. Do you have any cromulent suggestions that can make me look embiggened to my boss? Straight up, tell him that you put caffeine in the water cooler. Yes. Or also... So- he wants a new goal, does he? Well, career goals, but it's also end of year evaluation. So he needs to make himself look good in to- in general. Has he told him that he ate the whole thing? <laughs> Certainly should. That's definitely an option. <laughs> um, maybe you could tell him that it's always been your lifelong dream to run on the field at the Super Bowl. Yes. Homer has a lot of lifelong dreams, doesn't he? What yeah. are the other ones that he's got? I don't know. There's too many for me to actually <laughs> remember off the top of my head. But there you go. There's a few suggestions. There's a few. And I'm trying to think of one other one. And... You know, if he's looking for any successes, success stories throughout the last year, tell him that you've been able to use the original notches that came with your belt. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. There we go. <laughs> There'll be a raise coming your way, good sir. And then he says to him, you're the fattest thing I've seen <laughs> and I've been on safari. <laughs> uh, finally, in the mailbag this week, we've got Ash Day from Perth, Western Australia. Ash Day, I know Ash Day. So, Ash, uh, I started listening to you guys since January of this year, and you're now in my weekly podcast listening schedule. Anyway, I was listening to Selma's Choice, the bit where Homer says that he's a college student to get into somewhere for cheap. A college student? I am a college student. It's like if anyone asks you're under um, 10 or something like that. I don't remember him saying that in Selma's Choice, though. Anyway, he must say okay. it though, yeah. Yeah, well anyway, there's a point where he says, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a college student. It reminded me of something. Back in the day when I was roughly 12 years old, maybe younger, uh, my parents would take me to the, like the Perth Royal Show would come around each year and the family would go together. Being a family of three at the time, him being 12 years old, brother being six or seven and his sister being two. So, uh, well, okay, family of five, but three, three children. Yeah, yeah. Having a two-year-old, uh, of course, you'd have to bring a pram. So, what these parents would do is say, Ash, get in the pram and don't say a word. Pretend that you're sleeping. I wouldn't <laughs> question it. I'd get in the pram and my mum would hold on to my little sister. So, basically, smuggle him in as a child so they didn't have to pay for him. I'd do that. Ideal. Like, <laughs> what a what a scenario. Um, obviously, very baby-faced. You know, you know when you're sort of like the age of 16, 17, where you're still trying to get in as under 15 as yeah. a kid? Yeah. yeah. Have I told you that when I was 16... It was 16 and 17. I had two separate doctored bits of identification. No. Not like full-on fake ID to the point that I could be... Well, you know, it's probably fraud, but like not to the point that I was... (laughs) Probably fraud. Not to the point that I was applying for credit cards or anything along those lines, but I had one bit of ID that said that I was only 15 because that the cinema that I went to up to the age of 15, like 15 and younger, was a cheaper price. And I had another bit of ID that said I was 18 so I could get into R-rated movies. So, yep. depending on whether I wanted to save a few bucks or see the new Tarantino film, <laughs> I had to take like a different version of my birth certificate down. Did you still keep it? No, no. Christ, no. Well, once I turned 18, that was hardly... Old news. Yeah. I wasn't... <laughs> I wasn't... I was My face was no longer in that bracket of being able to pull off 15. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? That's it. That's it for the mailbag. Oh, that's it for the mailbag. Yeah, I, was just wait, I was waiting for something else. You looked at me. I was like, why is Dando not talking? Oh, I haven't actually closed the mailbag yet. <laughs> is there anything else coming? Well, thanks for your comments, emails, of questions this week, guys. Mailbag at fourfigurediscount.com.au. Keep sending them through. We've got plenty to get through. We're almost at the point now where we've got like, 
I was counting them today, almost 40 emails, 50 emails. Just, we might have to put someone on. Well, why don't we just do like a mailbag exclusive podcast and just smash through 20 of them? No, I like having a, a build up. But people keep sending them through now though. Yeah. So far behind. And they can. Okay. That's fine. Okay. This um, is the sign of success, standard. <laughs> I don't want to be needy. I don't want to be all, please send us your emails because we don't have anything. <laughs> we have got plenty. So mailbag at fourfigurediscat.com.au. As Mitch mentioned, Patreon. We would really appreciate if you guys could jump on board. For $1 a month, you get access into our monthly Simpsons giveaway draws, plus $20 gift card for pop culture. And a recording from me. Yes, and a recording from Happy Dude. Mm. It's not you, is it? It's Happy Dude. Sounds a lot like me. <laughs> Walking in the cricket car park. Yeah. <laughs> and for just $2 plus per month, you get access to a plethora of new content. You can get access to new behind-the-scenes videos, movie reviews, Let's Play videos, uh, top 10 podcasts, premium review podcasts. It starts off at $2 per month, plus it goes up higher from there. But seriously, there's so much content we're doing each and every week now on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash four-finger discount. The more Patreons we get, the more chance you're going to get new little, podcasts in your ears. Little occasional exclusive things that might just come up for you as well. For example, the Adelaide thing that we've spoken about, Tangent, that was first broken to our Patreon listeners, so they had first chance at getting some tickets for that. And this week, I... Just had a little hangout in Perth. Yes. Uh, little, a little get-together. I was um, over in Perth for work. And, yeah, a couple of Patreon fans were able to catch up and have a few drinks over at Murphy's Irish Bar in Mandurah. So, you guys didn't know about it. Yeah. For $1 a month, you could have knew about it. Exactly. That's all I needed to be. <laughs> Pay me and I'll tell you when you can come out with me. Yeah. <laughs> Bought them all a drink. Paid for their month subscription. Exactly right. So, as we said, guys, really do appreciate the support. Mitch, any final words for the listeners? We're almost at the end of season four. Wow. Yeah, shit, that's scary. It. What's it next? What episode's next? Oh, what episode is next? I will look it up as your... Actually, I'll tell you what. Not so much final words, but I was listening to a podcast on the way over here that yeah. I I'd heard glimpses of, but this is I actually sat down and started listening to from the beginning. Uh, if you're a fan of your TV wrap-up podcasts, and if you are a fan of quality TV in general, the West Wing Weekly, um, this is hosted by... Josh Malina. People who, from the show, yeah? Yeah, Josh is um, an actor from season four onwards in the show. He's also done a lot of things. He was on. He was in A Few Good Men, both the movie and the Broadway production. He was in Sports Night. He's currently in a show called Scandal, I believe. Yeah, so they're, they're doing same thing. They're going through each week and rehashing an episode of The West Wing, but they're also getting a lot of the actors from the show in to talk about different elements of the show. That's cool. It, it, it's fan. I've only listened to one and a bit episodes, but what I've heard so far, it's really really good grounding so if you've watched the west wing and you like it check this show out if you've never watched the west wing and you thought well shit if you never watched the west that's, wing just that's what i was just thinking i've never watched it so i can listen along with them. watch it and then listen to them uh yeah. it, it's a phenomenal show it's one of my favorite things to have ever existed in the world the show L- or the yeah. podcast <laughs> the show <laughs> let forget about tv movies or books or whatever it is like the west wing particularly the first four seasons is just one of the best things in all of the universe i've seen that opening five minutes he showed me the monologue Oh, uh, it's the not the down. opening, but that's that's the, the end, of, end of the first episode. Oh, just, yeah, how great is that scene? Yeah, have yeah. you seen? Speaking of similar shows, not as good, obviously. The newsroom. Yeah, of course I have. How great is the? Fir- I've only yeah. watched the first episode. I watched it on the plane back oh, home. Okay. Well, Fucking, if you like, if you like the newsroom, definitely like the West Wing. Fucking how great it was. Yeah, I was. It's Jeff, not the greatest country in the world. That's Jeff, my answer. Jeff Daniels at the start. Oh my god! I was just, just like, this is epic. Blows it out of the water. Yeah, it plays yeah. that role so well yeah. as well. Perfect. Yeah. Democrats are so goddamn smart. How come they lose so goddamn always? <laughs> anyway, so the newsroom, check it out as well if you haven't already. Now, are you sitting down? Do you know what the next episode is going to be? Are you ready? I'm ready. It's the finale of season four. Mm. It's Krusty Gets Cancelled. Oh, holy shit. 
I know. Hef. Bart with the bubbles. Yep. Bet Midler. Everything. Send in the clowns. Everything. I'm giddy. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Rendering, and then after that, we kick off with Homer's Barbershop Quartet, Cape Fear, which we've already done, obviously. But should we redo Cape Fear again? Uh, just on the nah, seminar. Just get the because I don't want, I don't want to redo yeah. it. I yeah. don't want to do a substandard one. Exactly. Homer goes to college. Rosebud, Treehouse of Horror, Four, Margin the Lamb, Bats in a Child, Boy Scouts in the Hood. There's some classics coming up. From, yeah, this is going to be great. We've entered the golden era. So, we're glad you guys have stuck along for the ride. We're entering the best time now. Thanks for listening, guys. Mitch, any final words? I know they were your final words, but that, I've final already words? done my final words. How many times do I need to give final words? Final, final Always words. Always the final words. Final, final words. I'm putting this podcast on ice. Shh.